You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is a show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Gwen Rose, and Gwen talked about her life prior to this as a closeted trans woman. This week, I sat down with Amber Autry, and um, we kind of we kind of talked about everything to be honest. But um, she told me uh, she told me a little story about when she went mudding, which is what people in the South call um, riding a four wheeler in mud. Uh, she went mudding somewhere somewhere a little bit nasty. Here's Amber Autry. So I'm from the South, and I'm in some ways pretty good at being from the South, but I think I'm a little more uh, city than I than I should be because I get into some stupid situations. So like, uh, my family lives on a farm, and uh, we have a four wheeler, and I love going mudding. That tracks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I do, and <laughs> I do know what mudding is. Um, okay. Because I'm from northern Wisconsin, and they do that up there. Do well. you call it a quad? No, they just call it a four-wheeler. Okay, cool. I think that's all we call it. Okay. Maybe that's like a northeastern. ATV. An ATV? What's that? Do, that's That's it. ringing a bell. Is it, would you call it that sometimes? No, just four-wheeler. Yeah, I think. Okay. <laughs> I think, like, legally, like, when someone, like, <laughs> drives one into a tree, we call it an ATV. <laughs> like... In the like police report, but otherwise, I think we just call it a four wheeler. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, like to my knowledge, <laughs> yeah. When someone gets crushed by one, it's an ATV. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! It's like father versus daddy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to bring the good times into it. <laughs> oh, you're hilarious. Um, yes, <laughs> legally. Um, uh, yeah, so I brought my friend over to go mudding once, and um, we were fucking ripping, dude. Just like, like it was such a good mud day, crushing it. And then we pulled up to my mom and my grandpa, and had like mud all over us, bro. Like it was just awesome. We were like putting it through our hair, and like we were in our <laughs> bathing suits. It was like hot. Oh you know? wow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then my mom was like, "Where have you been mudding?" it's July, you know, like it doesn't rain in <laughs> July. And um, it turned out that we had been mudding through our sewer. That <laughs> <laughs> so we were just ripping it through our own shit. <laughs> Wait, did you smell it? No. Isn't that awesome? I mean. <laughs> I, like none of my family's poop smells bad. Well, do you think, had it been sitting there long enough that it lost its, Smells I mean, it was in the sun. What on earth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I, I don't, I'm from Tennessee, and I feel like people are going to judge that and be like, of course it's Tennessee. <laughs> They're always wallowing in their own shit down there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anytime I see Tennessee in the news, I'm like, this won't be good. <laughs> you know? Honestly, with Wisconsin, it's a little bit of that as well. Oh, really? <laughs> well, we have a ton of like, I mean, there's a lot of natural beauty up there, and, and <laughs> that's what we have. And to good say hardworking too. Americans, but we also have like a weird amount of serial killers, um, and then the, like bad politicians. I feel like <laughs> oh, I only know of the one, right? Uh, well, so there's Ed Gein from uh, Plainfield, Wisconsin. Wow, what did um, he, we can't, I don't know if we can get into this, but what did he do? Oh no, you'd remember Ed Gein. He's the one that like he would dig around in the 
uh, graveyard and like pull out bodies and like make like he was the one that like made lampshades out of skin. Oh. He made like a belt out of nipples and like that's oh like that's who um, Buffalo Bill is like loosely based on. Okay, South of the Limbs. Um, he had a lot of like mom issues. His 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 mother kind of mistreated him and like would like I think she was like a really bad like um germaphobe so she it was like you know it's like where she'd like scrub his skin with lye because he was dirty and like stuff like that and then so he had like a very and that's oh also who um psycho that's also that's kind of based on like the weird mother aspect um but i think he only killed like one per well i i guess they suspect he killed his brother but there they it wasn't like proven um because like his brother was like found dead from an accident or whatever um oh my god but then he did kill one woman and he like butchered her like a deer and had her like hung up in the shed <laughs> should i have done a trigger warning for that <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway, so that's who, that's kind of um, our hometown hero, uh, Wisconsin. It's him and uh, Justin Vernon, Justin Vernon of Bonavir, <laughs> who I fucking love. Uh, <laughs> I, fucking I, hope, I hope he's listening. <laughs> who also wears nipple belts? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that's wild. But then Jeffrey Dahmer, obviously. Wow. Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. I wonder what. There's got to be some kind of science behind that. Mm, we don't like to think about it too, <laughs> too deeply. Okay. <laughs> this is, you know, a few bad apples. <laughs> okay. Keep living in my state. I don't know. <laughs> it's a great state, dude. I know. Yeah. I it like gets it a bad. Lot. I think it, people who haven't been there are like, it's it's all like dairy farms and it's like, where I'm from is like so beautiful. I up bet. By the, up by Lake Superior. I feel like that happens with so, like New Jersey, the South. A lot of people are like, ugh. But I'm like, if you go, yeah, you're going to like it. Open your mind. Yeah. Yeah, so I was in my own poo poo, <laughs> <laughs> and my friend—I felt bad for my friend because she, you know, she'd never been mudding, and it wasn't her shit either. <laughs> no, it's one thing if it's your own shit. Yeah. <laughs> she was mudding around in your shit. Oh god! And we were like putting it through her hair, like oh. we just—we were like in middle school, so we thought we were hot. Oh yeah, shit, taking pictures you know? with the digital camera. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad all those pictures got lost of me. Oh my god. We, I, are you you're like my age right i'm 31 okay yeah because yeah. like when digi- digital cameras came out when i was like in like seventh grade like or that's oh when they were like really accessible and you could everyone could have one and like so some of the stuff we were doing was so Bad. obscene yeah spaghetti straps like pushing your boobs together <laughs> no, dude mine's way worse. like no worse <laughs> no mine not slutty like weird <laughs> Like, we would, like, my friend had all these, like, weird, we would, like, put on a costume. Like, I have these pictures of, like, I'm wearing, like, a, like, a graduation gown, and my friend has, like, a football helmet on. And we're, like, what? throwing up peace signs and, like, sticking our tongue. That it's, like, I think that's cute. I mean, also so scary. When I look at those pictures, I, like, got tall. I, like, got to this height when I was, like, a freshman, but I didn't, like, fill out. So I was, oh. like, weighed, like, 118 pounds, and I was 5'8", and I would, I would, like, if I got up too fast, I'd fall over. No. Because <laughs> I was, like, faint. No. My mom thought Wait, I had a brain faint? tumor for a second. It, it was, like, a very, it wasn't a very long period of time, but the, we had to go to the doctor, and they're, like, yeah, you just have low blood pressure because you're too skinny right now. Shut up. That's it, a terrible thing to hear. If I, like, didn't eat in the morning, I'd be, like, laying on the couch or whatever. If I, like, was watching TV in the morning, too, that's when it would mostly happen. I'd stand up from the couch really fast, and then my vision <laughs> would go dark, and I would just kind of tip over. What? <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't, like, fully pass out. I would, like, once I hit the ground, I would, like, everything would clear up. But When did that stop? It, w- it, was, it didn't happen very long. It just happened, like, a few times when I was 
you know, 14. You're just brushing over. The, you're like, ah, it's, it's a couple of times. It's fine. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Okay. It was my, for the first time it happened, my mom was like, oh, no. It's scared. Yeah. yeah. Did it happen at school ever? I'm sorry. No, no. Because it was, it was when I, like, it was when I didn't eat. So, like, okay. I eat before school and then I was fine. But okay, it was, like, okay. on the weekends when I was, like, laying around not eating. I see. Wow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll peek behind the curtain. <laughs> and my boobs are so tiny. <laughs> They're unbelievably small. Really? My I have small boobs and my mom was always like, women are going to be so jealous of you. It's true though, I think. I mean, now. I'm trying like not to like be like staring at yeah. your knockers <laughs> right now. <laughs> For the listeners, she's wearing kind of a loose top, so. <laughs> Bit of a cock tease. <laughs> I, I love them now because I can just wear no bra. No, totally. You yeah. know? No, I think small small tits are worth that. They really... And you can, like, wear low-cup tops, mm-hmm. you know? Not that big boobs can't, but they might pop But they out. could... Yeah, there's more... Um, there's more danger. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> danger. Okay. I think of myself as a person that has small boobs, and lately... I don't know what's going on if it's, like, my IUD, like, where I am in the, like... They're getting so big, like... <gasps> You know how you, like, they get bigger when on your period? And yeah. Stuff? It, it's like they got bigger for my period, and then they aren't get going down. Oh, They're no. not deflating. They're not <laughs> deflating. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like I have this, like, new identity. I'm like, what <gasps> is going on? That I don't like, I don't like how big, they, I, it's like, I, it doesn't feel like my body right now. Oh, weird. How long big has that been honkers. doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just like a month. Wow. But I must be, like, a hormonal thing, right? Like, No, you're I'm there pregnant. forever. <laughs> you're on, I'm pregnant. That doesn't happen, right? When you when you turn 30, do your boobs get a size bigger? <laughs> you just get pregnant, and then you get That's to choose I... if you want to keep it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. I will let your baby know that you considered it for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well i don't get a period so that's what kind of worries me is like because with the ied like i don't really get a period so Ooh. if i did get pregnant i don't know how i would know and it would be in there fighting for space with the freaking ied <laughs> that would not be good <laughs> wow oh i was gonna ask if you've ever been pregnant but i feel like that's a deep question i have not been pregnant oh cool have you yeah oh really yeah not anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I've just had, I've been on birth, I like, I've been on this IUD for like, you know, six years. And oh, wow. Before that, I was on like pill birth control. So. Okay. Not that you can't get pregnant on, on the pill, obviously. But. You've had the same IUD in for six years? Oh my, yeah, I think so. I got it in, I got it in when, uh, right after Trump got elected, because I was like, oh, I was better like, they're, do it they're going to turn us into breeders. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's really, I was like, I was like, I just have to get this before something happened like yeah. and i was i think i was turning i was getting i was getting off my mom's health insurance so i was like i better pop this bad boy in totally now. and you like it i like it now i talk about this all the time but i like it now it was not a fun process like the first year was not good like it because it's all these fucking hormones and like i think when they put it in it's like really gut it's really like potent so yes. it's like i had my period for like 40 days like straight yeah it was i counted it was like it was 35 i'm rounding up for to be biblical to be more, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 40 days and 40 nights yeah. <laughs> non- non-stop but it, it really was like a non-stop period it, so that was horrible yes and i was having all these mood swings and stuff so i was acting and i but i didn't put it together why so i was like why am i crying all the time and like really and then pissed off yeah i have two beers i'm gonna slap somebody like it was not, <laughs> it was not good and then uh, and you feel like and zits that was the worst part no i was breaking out like crazy like very like hormonal acne you know that's terrible it took like six to eight months to like chill out 
I think so. And did, your doctor wasn't like, this is going to happen? No, they did. They did say that was going to happen. Oh, but you didn't <laughs> well, know. No, not all the other stuff, but they did say they were like, you're probably going to get a really long period. Fuck. And I was like, not me. I'm yeah. Different. Yeah. I was not different. <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> Fuck. It was pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a no for me. I know. Are you, you're not on anything? I have a next one on in my arm. Oh, the, that's the little, the little bar? stick thing? Yeah. Okay, the thought of that gives me the creeps so bad. I you touch it? Yeah, I forget it's there. But I did, like, I had to get it switched out, and I saw them surgically, like, remove it, oh. and they were pulling muscles no, off of no. it. It was... Stuck to it? Alien. Yeah, it was... It is it... How big is it? It's like this. Like is a it little metal? pen. What is it? No. It it's plastic, I think. Oh, my God. I know. Did it, <laughs> did it hurt? No, because they numb you. They did, it, you don't yeah. Feel, okay. But seeing the muscles grown around it, and then, like, having to... <sighs> You know, was not Why okay. did they have to take the muscle off? Why can't they just throw it away? It was still in your arm? It no. was still in my arm, and they Ew, had to, like, pull it the, out. Oh, my God. You know? I would not want to take a look at that. Oh, it was not good. <laughs> it was not good. But for the, it's non-hormonal, so I don't really, I think I'm Wait, okay. how does it work, then? <laughs> Girl, I don't know. <laughs> Magic stick. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. We'll see. It's placebo. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow, I... Wait, yeah. I, I have a question. I had a question on that. I went, I went, something popped in my head. I was like, that'll be good. I'm sweating <gasps> so much because my shirt isn't, like, touching my armpit. Oh, that's a great sweater, though. Thrift store. Oh, I, okay, I get a little upset when people have cool clothes and they're like, thrift store. Have you been to the Village Discount Outlet? Not this one. This one, yeah, it's good. Okay. It's All like right. a warehouse. It's kind of overwhelming, <laughs> but everything in there is, like, $4 or $2, you know? I guess it just takes time. I it does. Like, it takes time. You know? It's, you're sacrificing time for money. Yeah. Or to save money. Yeah. And it's cool clothes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of exciting. You can find a little treasure. But don't you feel like it takes like at least three hours? Oh, yeah, yeah. I set my parking for 20 minutes and I'll like, come out an hour and a half later. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. I think I'd rather just fast fashion it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I like literally <laughs> do not buy new clothes. So sometimes like the thought of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I could just buy something <laughs> off, off the, the internet. Like, yeah <laughs> shopping sucks all of it oh me. i know it's so i i have one pair of jeans and i want to have 10 pairs and i just the uh, the amount of effort it, that it takes to find it that fits and looks good it's like unbelievable yes yes oh i remember it. Wait, wait, <gasps> yes. i got it ah yes okay because <laughs> it, it's not the same because i was i was thinking i was like men don't have to fucking look for jeans the way i do those sons of bitches <laughs> i was gonna say imagine if because okay because you're te- you're casually telling me that a doctor s- split your arm open <laughs> peeled your muscles away and inserted a magic stick that you literally don't understand <laughs> the science behind you're just taking this person's word for the that this plastic stick will keep you from getting pregnant yes. and it's like men would never if you're like Hey, so if you don't, so you don't have to get me pregnant. We have to put the stick in your arm. <laughs> they wouldn't fucking no, do no, it. No, yeah, they never do. And it. also, they're just like, "Oops, I came." You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're just like, "Oh, whoops." Oh, <laughs> you're too sexy. I get it. <laughs> I cummed. <laughs> Wait, you hear that too? <laughs> Fuck. I, used to I cummed. I, <laughs> I see this hilarious bit. Like if somebody if somebody couldn't get it up, I'd go. Hmm, I guess I'm not sexy enough. <laughs> Oh, they love it when you do a little, a little joke, <laughs> a little joke. <laughs> like this isn't funny. 
Oh, you're so right. Dude, sometimes I'm like, years from now, like, what if we turn into, like, robots or something because our birth control, we never understood it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I don't think we'll turn into robots, but it's like, I mean, like, yeah, like, health I mean, like, there could, you know, it's like. Do you understand yours? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. I know it has hormones in it. How <laughs> they get it in the plastic? I don't know. Why is it shaped like that? I don't know either. Why is it shaped like that? You know, it's a yeah. very strange shape. It, feel, it feels like it could be shaped like anything. Like, what if it was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they do SpongeBob macaroni noodles. <laughs> Let's think fun. about something a little more whimsical. Um, <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't understand. I mean, it must just slowly release hormones into my. And what does that do? I think okay. Doesn't I I I am gonna <laughs> I can guess something, but I'm gonna look like a. I mean, does it make no. you think you're already pregnant or like like oh like it, washes like it, it washes it tells, eggs out. It tells your body to to wash yeah to get rid of the egg. Right? Some doctors listening to this like oh my god, they're <laughs> <laughs> screaming. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could just pull it out yourself, though, right? <laughs> I know someone that did. You're not supposed to. Why did they do that? Um, drunk, had just got it in and thought it was a tampon. Stop. And ripped bro. it out. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's... Um, well, actually, I won't say her name because she has done the podcast, but uh-huh. then she got a job, and I think I had to take her name off the podcast. Um, but in oh. the earlier episodes, uh, you the story is still there if anyone wants to go back and listen. Damn. Um, but yeah, ripped ripped it out and had to go back into Planned Parenthood like two days later and be like, "Can you pop another one in there?" Oh my god! <laughs> and she yeah. like woke up and was like, "That had to be a dream, right?" And then found it in her garbage in her bathroom garbage. Damn. But you know, I think <clears throat> somebody told me that, and <laughs> no one do this, but someone told me that um, that is how the doctors like, okay, because you know how it looks like a little like ice pick, uh-huh. like the like tea thing. I think it does like bend like when you pull it out i think it like can bend like that Ooh. so that it, it can come out so i think that's how they get it out but um it should probably be done by a professional they probably like crack you open a little bit right Oof, crack you open like your cervix <laughs> oh my god that's they put it in they put it in it feels like it feels like a really big period cramp from, oh. from opening your cervix fuck just for a little bit no they like open it with a clamp they like keep it up op- they like literally they like open you up yeah, I don't <laughs> you're like do see what the magic stick. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's what, when they put mine in, the lady was like, "I have to get the clamp because you have a roaming cervix." And I was like, "I don't. What the <laughs> fuck?" <laughs> Apparently, my cervix. I was like trying to get away. <laughs> Not be bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I was like, I okay. I was like, you're the professional. A roaming cervix. You can't just say that to people and not give. You know. I, I guess she can. She, but she clamped me down. She clamped me Took care of business. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, at our live show, um, the audience can sub- submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously, and, and these are some of those stories. I don't know what it is about whenever, uh, whenever I start this segment, I always burp. <laughs> That's weird. Um, that that's a is it because I take a deep breath? Maybe I don't. Know. I don't know. That should that sounds not good <laughs> for, if, for the doctor that's listening. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> DM me. <Yeah. laughs> okay, 
Um, uh, so this person said, I once pulled three used condoms out of my vagina in a world market parking lot in the morning after sex that he apparently lost inside me three times. One guy? <laughs> kind of a klutz. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> butter, butter fingers. <laughs> I hope that he told her that he lost all those condoms, though, because that's kind of a problem. But also, I think three is like a quite a wad. That doesn't even... <laughs> You know, I think I would know that was in there. <laughs> Wad is such a good word. You found the word, like, immediately. Yeah, I'm kind of an artist. <laughs> a th- wait, where was she? Whole Foods? World Market. What is that? I don't know. That's like a... Is that, like, a little bit cheaper? Is that, like, a poor person's Whole Foods? <laughs> no idea. It did, I did think it was a grocery when I read it. Yeah, I think it it's is. giving grocery vibes. She pulled it on the... Th- I, that's too much. It was a lot. Yeah. Is that all she gave? She's just like, I did that. Yeah, no, 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 no other information. Sometimes these they raise more questions than <laughs> yeah. I, I have noticed that as well. Like uh, this one is like, <laughs> this one's just sad. Um, <laughs> in college, I used to chain smoke American Spirit cigarettes, blue or black. Oh, the blacks are gnarly. <laughs> uh, so are the blues, honestly. If I smoke a blue on an empty stomach, I'm sick. Oh no! I, I thought those were the healthy ones. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Back to the Aww. 90s girl. <laughs> yeah, those are the, those right. are the those are the ones that are good that are good for you. <laughs> oh, no, the blues are like the like they're like the heavy ones. They're sp- yeah, they're they're the they're not like organic or something. No, I think they are. Well, actually, I, there's different. I have a hard time uh, understanding. I if I was American Spirit, I would label my cigarettes with something other than um, different shades of colors because mm. it's like there's literally like a yellow and a gold. It's like very confusing. There's a green, there's a mint green, you know. Okay, and that's so, like how harsh they are. I don't know. Yeah, a lot. It's, the black ones are like really harsh, and then there's like a dark blue that's like harsh and organic. I don't know. Oof. Okay. And I know more about this than I mm-hmm. would have cared to admit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, I got. I didn't even read the whole thing. I got totally yeah. derailed. <laughs> All right, here we go again. You're um, addicted to nicotine. <laughs> I love talking about it. <laughs> These are my interests. <laughs> um, in college, I used to smoke chain. I, Jesus Christ. Okay, in college, I used to chain smoke American spirits that gets blue or black in bed under the covers, windows, and doors closed. <laughs> and that is what that's what depression looks like, unfortunately. <laughs> I know that would be no. nice. It'd be getting in your eyeballs. Oh my god. Oh my god. A cigarette is meant to be enjoyed out on the range, you know. Oh. <laughs> I think. Oh, that poor girl. I know. Or person. Yeah. I admit, I picture a girl though. I am as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> we just go through it. That's you know? Sad girl behavior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ripping a dirt under the quilt. <laughs> under the quilt. Oh god. Oh fuck. Um, oh God. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I had a ping pong sized cyst inside <gasps> my labia majora from an okay, infected in- yeah, <laughs> from an infected ingrown hair that I popped with a safety pin and it splattered blood and pus all over the bathtub. Stop. Stop. Ping pong. That is big. <laughs> that is big. Holy shit. How do you even get your pants on? My God. Holy shit. Also, it's kind of funny because. Right underneath it, there's a, a very similar. One day, 
I noticed a kind of burning sensation when I was peeing. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 and it kept getting worse over the next few days. It was so bad that I was convinced I had an STD. So I booked an appointment with my OBGYN. I got an exam, and they even ran some tests, but couldn't find anything. A day or two later, again while peeing, I felt a familiar popping sensation. It turns out I had a giant zit on my inner labia that had just burst. <laughs> Not sure how my doctor missed that. Holy <laughs> shit. The people are getting some stuff down there. I have a bump right now on my labia that I think is a zit. So this was so... I really like those stories. <laughs> <laughs> those were fun. <laughs> it happens to us all. Oh, my God. I guess... Do you look at yours a lot with a mirror or anything? Um, not a lot, but I definitely have. Okay. I so really checked it out. Like, if you were told to draw yours, you could do a pretty good... I think I could, yeah. Wow. I got the... um. My friend calls it, um, like indoor outdoor seating oh my <laughs> you god know, like labia wise and i would say i have a, I have like a small patio like kind of like just on the sidewalk <laughs> not like a big not like a not like a beer garden that's good real estate dog yeah but yeah. just like a little kind of like a city patio <laughs> we go we have a patio and it's like there's like four there's four tables on the sidewalk but okay <laughs> wait is that where the inside is longer than the outside yes correct <clears throat> and the majora is the outside yes or as someone else described it to me, and this like haunts me to this day, um, the hot dog bun. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck. I can never unhear that. <laughs> hot, the dog. hot dog bun. <laughs> <laughs> Our live story comes from Gwen Rose. Gwen is a Chicago comic, and this was recorded in January of 2022. Here's Gwen Rose. We sold our words for property, but we didn't mean to know. Okay, girl boss with the iPad, no big deal. <laughs> um, actually, I just bought this. I was being charged for three years for a gym I wasn't going to, and then I finally got out of it. Now I'm getting this iPad I use every day, so girl boss. I should start a blog, I don't know. Um, anybody? Oh, I can use the iPad to start the blog. This is happening to me in real time, folks. Um, anybody do anything during the pandemic that they're proud of? No. What did I do? Thank you for asking. I came out as a beautiful trans woman. Wow, okay. British allies. One time nobody clapped and I just stood there smugly for 40 seconds. Oh, camera's out. They got that. Okay, good. Uh, thank you, though. I, I didn't see anybody's eyes drop. Sometimes when I say that people's eyes drop to see if there's a bulge, and it's like, my thick boobs are up here, honey. Thank you. I originally wrote uh, a whole set about what I call my princess wand. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say my princess wand? My girl dick. But then um, I thought, like, no, my, my girl dick is ladylike, so it wouldn't make sense to talk about it. Like, my, it's very, like, pristine and, like, genteel. It's genteel genitalia, everybody. It's really nice. Um, so I will not be talking about my girl dick the whole time, but I'll, I'll be talking about my life as a closeted trans woman. Uh, March 1st, 1991, 2 a.m., don't do the math. I pop out of Annette McFarland in Munster, Indiana, at St. Francis Hospital, and what, even at the time, could not have been an impressive penis, marked me as a boy for the next 28 years. Oh, I just did the math for you. Oh, no. <laughs> I would like to argue, I think it was more like a prolapse vagina, but the doctor had other ideas. 
my first memory, I'm one or two years old. You know guys know what Lazy Susans are? Like kitchen cabinets, like the Lazy Susan? I somehow make my way into a Lazy Susan, and my father says, I don't care how lazy she is, get him out of there. My first memory is my dad making a sex joke. Uh, moving along. Uh, I started going to see a, I started going to a babysitter around the age of, you know, five or six. I love it there. They have Barbies. There's a line to get my hair done. And one of the only boys that goes there asks me, well, when you look at your nails, do you look at them like this? Or do you look at them like this? I go, oh, I don't look at them like this. He says, that means you're a girl. <laughs> Could you imagine having that kind of foresight and using it to try to bully somebody? <laughs> Later on, um, I'm in kindergarten or first grade. I'm watching, Nick, I'm obsessed with Nick at Night as a kid. Um, they, uh, there's a new show, new to me, Three's Company. <laughs> we have some fans of wacky situation comedies here. Uh, so I watched the pilot episode because I'm so excited for this new show on Nick at Night. And the plot of the pilot is that this man wants to live with two women. But in the 1970s, you cannot be a man and live with two women unless you are homosexual. Because in the 1970s, they loved gay men. <laughs> And I saw this and I thought, oh, that's it. I'm a gay man. That's what, because for my whole life, I'm trying to like find meaning. I'm trying to figure out what I am. I figure out I'm a gay man. So that's great. I, I go, I'm now thinking I'm a gay man. Uh, this also has nothing to do with me being closeted. I have another weird father story. Um, I'm sitting on the third step of my stairs in my childhood home. My mom walks up to me and I think, oh, I can kiss my mother on the lips because I'm, I'm the same size of her. I go to kiss her on the lips. My dad walks out of a closet in a gorilla outfit. <laughs> and he says to me, hey, stop tonguing my woman. <laughs> I have not said I love you to either one of my parents since. I've been a very repressed person ever since. It's... I tried telling them about that like very recently and they said, you sound crazy. That never happened. I didn't make that up. That happened. <laughs> oh no, the, the trans woman's about to talk about playing sports. <laughs> we have. Um, I played baseball as a kid because, you know, I'm a, you know it's a, it's a, I was a good American boy, or at least I was trying to be. Um, and I hated baseball. You know, I spent the whole time daydreaming or whatever. The most excited I got was when my coach said, uh, next week we're gonna have a makeup game. Not what I thought it was gonna be. I was <laughs> really thought I was gonna get to express myself in a different way, but no. The only position I liked playing was catcher, which as somebody who's still a closet bisexual, I think um, really meant a lot. You know, I, I stood there in a cross position waiting for the other little boy to send me something white that I can catch. <laughs> All my little classmates swung their little bats in front of my face, and uh, still coming to terms with that one, I don't know. Um, around that time, I was really big into Power Rangers, um, and uh, there's an episode where Kimberly, the Pink Ranger, gets hypnotized by the bad guys, and she becomes bad. Something started happening to me that's never happened before. I got my first erection. I go to my dad, I was like, I don't, what, is, what is this? What is happening to me? My dad says, don't worry, that's just a Charlie horse. Leave it alone, it will go away. Which was terrifying the next week when my older brother said, come here, I'm gonna give you a Charlie horse. <laughs> I 
TV was always like a weird thing with, with me as a kid. You know, um, I would always leave my thumb on the remote control. You know, you can watch Lizzie McGuire because you got to say, oh, I like the little brother. I was told by Jenner has a little brother. Totally Spies, no little brothers. Someone catches you watching Totally Spies, you have to get... Um, I don't really have a joke for this, but I was kicked out of Boy Scouts in third grade, so... That's the whole thing about that. Um, we've had a lot of Catholics come up here tonight. Uh, the, the, I think one of the reasons why I had such a hard time uh, like coming to terms with my trans transness is because like the Catholic Church teaches you that your penis is a sin. And like, yeah, it, it is. But um, I remember being in eighth grade before, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, confirmation. confirmation, thank you. Before confirmation, they had like this whole seminar about like sexuality or whatever. And this woman, tells a group of eight-year-old penis havers that if you have an erection, you are sinning and it needs to stop. When you're in eighth grade and you have a penis, getting erections include things like waking up, <laughs> taking the bus to school, a light breeze crossing the room. So I don't know. Um, what else do I want to talk about? You know, a lot of people talked about blacking out tonight, and I didn't think about this till then, but like for me, blacking out was a much different experience. I'd wake up and like try to like casually call my friends and be like, yeah, so, uh, oh yeah, Randy really got crazy? That's crazy. Uh, I didn't say anything like, like I had a secret or anything, right? <laughs> I mean, I why would I say, yeah, I don't know, why would I talk about Regina Spectra for six hours? I forgot. <laughs> That is weird, I don't know. Um, my, my brother, I had this weird experience uh, in November. I realized that my older brother looks just like Kyle Rittenhouse, that murderer, you guys know that guy? Oh. It was really weird. Um, my brother Kurt and I just liked that at his wedding, actually. Um, and I don't think it was because of the awful shrew he was about to marry, I think it was because I was, I was the best man he could find, so. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know about that one, Timmy. Um, I just got the light. What else do we want to do? do, 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 do. What's that? Well, we were doing a TikTok. You know that. Oh, no, I don't know that TikTok. I'll have to look it up on my new iPad. <laughs> No, uh, so we've caught you up, but now like people want to know like what did your what did your parents do when you came out? Uh, when I came out to my dad, uh, he said, "Well, before you tell anybody else that you're trans, I want you to do look up the sex crime statistics." And it's like, I get it, like he's trying to keep me safe, but then I got to thinking, and where was that energy when he forced me to be an altar boy dad? <laughs> you know, the sex crimes there too, buddy. My dad asked me if I was going to continue to date women now that I'm out as trans uh, trans woman. And I said, "It's always if they'll have me," you know. And my dad said, uh, well, what are you gonna tell him that you're really a man? And I said, I don't know, dad. What do you plan on telling mom that you're really a punk bitch? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm good. Thank you, everybody. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Amber Autry. I am at Amber Autry Comedy on all platforms every single one that you can think of everyone and Flickr? One, yep <laughs> what was that one Flickr. <laughs> yep <laughs> and everyone to come i will be 
Amber Autry Comedy on those as well. Uh, so, yeah, follow me on there. I've got some merch coming out, so you can check out my website. But just follow me on Instagram because I put a lot of work into that shit uh, with sketches and show dates. So that'd be dope. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.